And now, the super genius, Mark Madden. Let's face it, you've always been in love with me, and this is just your moment of clarity. <laughs> I don't think so. Oh, I know so. The X at 105.9. I'm in studio with Dejan Kovacevic, Serbian reactionary. Check out his work at DKPittsburghSports.com. Dejan, you saw the Ryan Shazier press conference today. He says he wants to play football again. I understand where he's coming from, but isn't that a pipe dream? I just don't think a doctor would ever clear him, or a team would clear him. Yeah, except that, you know, I recall very vividly that nobody was supposed to clear Tommy Maddox, and I know Maddox was only down and out for a little bit. And, you know, my general thought on this, Mark, more than anything is just from the human standpoint that you just want to stand there and say yes. You know, you want to, I mean, for his purposes right now, you want to say yes. You know, look at it this way. Uh, when I was in Cincinnati, that, that play happened right in front of me where we were in the press box, and he's lying there, and you see him getting carted off. If somebody had told you that he'd be able to walk into anything, you oh, know, yeah. no, it's no, I'm unbelievable. Glad, I'm, I'm glad he's made progress. Oh, I'm sure you are. Everybody is. And I think his life will be, you know, relatively normal, all things considered. You would but think, I think so. I think the story ended when he when he walked again. I just, the, 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 well, the injury to him is not anything like the Maddox no, injury. The, I, he has screws and rods in his back. Now, the idea of, of football is... I mean, pipe dream sounds negative from his context, so I'm not going to share that view. I, I think it, it's unbelievably unlikely, but then so has it been to this point. And if that's what fuels him every morning to get up and walk around uh, to do to go through his training, if it's that, he was talking today about his young child and wanting the three-year-old wants to play with that child. Whatever it is that motivates him, great. Yeah, I think at some point the Steelers have to let it go, though. I mean, people were talking today about him coaching. He's not qualified to coach. No, but he's not coaching now. He's in meetings. He's learning. He's observing. And he didn't portray it as anything more than that. Uh, I, I respect that. He wants to be in there. He wants to be part of it. Did you hear what he said when he talked about why he's not with his uh, family in his home down in Florida? His His response was because this is the place where I feel normal. He should be with his family in Florida because this – this will go no further than it did today. I'm not trying to be a pessimist, but I, I also think at some point you can't indulge it anymore. What's indulging, though? I mean, think about this. If if he's in a room with uh, John Bostic, who's completely new to the system and has to play his position, oh. okay? What if he's in a room with uh, Tyler Matikiewicz, who really struggled to stop the run? Uh, Vince Williams goes to him constantly, and Vince knows the system you, better than you anybody. You know should coach those guys? The coaches. The coaches, but again, you're you're. Even he said himself. He said, "I'm here for those guys to come to me." I think you're over. You're stretching this idea of how much he's no, no, doing I think, now. I think they're stretching the, the possibilities. Anyway, let, let's move on because I want to talk about the Pirates. You had an excellent story uh, at DKPittsburghSports.com today. In, in wrestling, there's a phrase called "killed the town." Ooh. It's when your product is disappointed too often and you've lost the audience That's good. for good. That's good. Have the Pirates killed the town? Because attendance is putrid, and I can't think of a circumstance that picks it back up. Why does wrestling have all the good phrases? It's like wrestling has just a monopoly on all those. Well, I, I think the Pirates have killed the town. <laughs> you know what? I, uh, for anybody who didn't see the column today, uh, actually, we've made it free since then at our subscribers' wishes because they wanted to share it. I basically spent the night just walking around PNC Park, talking to different people. Manny Sanguian out by the barbecue, the ushers, And fans. it was nearly empty, correct? 
it was not twelve thousand mark. It wasn't half. Well, right, that. but that's that's yeah. paid tickets. There yeah, were maybe yeah. six or seven thousand there, correct? Uh, if that, uh, it was really light. And on top of that, there was a rain delay and everything else. So even people who would have had tickets didn't come. But it was really, really light. Uh, the place is an absolute jewel. It's it's a treasure for this city. PNC Park is, um, and I wrote mostly about that. But you know, it's dead. And that's not one of these usual ripping on Pirates fans or Oh, no, it's reality. I, I was there last week, but what do they have to do to get fans back? Uh, when you talk to people, when you get down like this, instead of being like I usually am, up in the press box and just kind of looking ivory down. Tower, my ivory tower. Looking down at the hoi Flicking peanut shells down on the masses and all that other stuff. When you're down and you're actually talking to people, all you hear, Mark, is one thing. Ownership. Ownership. Uh, they're not these people who say that they're not. I'm not coming to the ballpark because of Bob Nutting, whatever. It's one thing for those people to say it and to call your show and to say those things, and you can kind of roll your eyes at them because you know they haven't been to a game anyway in years. This is different. These people were in the crowd. These people were there, and they were still so put off, so turned off. Uh, they have no faith. Even when the Pirates were doing really, really well, which they were, give them credit. That up season's until, beginning, up yes. until Up until about three weeks ago. Right. Now they stink. They've been pretty bad since then. Stink, yeah. They, the, the, the overwhelming sentiment was still huge skepticism. Not a little bit. Well, it of was course, still... because they took a 98-win team and dismantled it for, for the sake of money. And that's it. That is the beginning and the end of the debate regarding these Pirates was the Ryan Vogel song rotation response. Well, they, they That get, was what they did. The fans gave it a year or yep. so to see if they had done the right thing as they claimed, and when they it turned they hadn't, they just stopped showing up. Because and... everything was a lie. Everything was a lie. See, I don't think they can get the fans back without an ownership change. I, th- I think it's that's I think what it's I that heard. Bad. That's what I heard from these people. There's pride in the franchise. There's pride, and there should be in the institution that is the Pittsburgh Pirates. There's pride in the legitimate champions like a Sangian, like Kent Takalvi, like Steve Blass. These guys that are still around. But man, in the current product, because of the ownership, people are purposely staying away. Well, yeah, and really, that's the only way to force the hillbilly prince's hand. I'm not even sure that will do it. And it's funny because uh, when I read your column, it reminded me what I what I, I didn't think at the time because ownership was different then. It was the McClatchy group. But does the beauty of PNC Park give the Pirates an excuse to not try and win? Has nothing preyed on the notion that the park sells tickets? Not anymore. You can't. This no, is, but, but ha- has he done? Oh, of course. For years and years. They had Kennywood there. They knew that. They had they had a, a place that was so beautiful, that's so much fun, so spectacular, really. But now everybody's been to Kennywood. Everyone's been to Kennywood, and now they've had more than one negative experience about it. I mean, this is, Mark, this is not an accident. No, I'm surprised more people aren't talking about it, because... When attendance has dropped by 50% from 2015... That's dramatic. That is precipitous yes. in a short time. Yeah, and by the way, can I bring up one other thing? Because I also had a lot of response from comments to the column, people saying, well, now look, this is going to give them an excuse to leave. I got news for you. The Pittsburgh Pirates aren't leaving Pittsburgh. Major League Baseball would never, ever allow it. You don't let a 132-year franchise walk out of a beautiful ballpark in a great situation that they know works when they... Well, when, plus, when they're efficiently the run. Lease, the lease runs like forever, too. It runs through 2030. They're not going anywhere. That myth needs to die. I, I haven't heard anybody mention it. Oh, it, it, I hear it a lot. Like, oh, no, look at the empty seats, because people have memories of what happened when there were empty seats at Three Rivers. Oh, no, the Pirates are going to leave. Completely different situation. 
We're talking today's Uncle Kovacevic of DKPittsburghSports.com. He's brought to you by Walnut Grill. How will ownership react if attendance stays down? And and, and they will react. <laughs> well, no, no, seriously, be, be as specific as you feel comfortable. Uh, the combination of attendance being down and the Pirates' performance on the field dipping, you're going to see what we've expected here for a while, which is that they'll complete the sell-off. You'll see Josh Harrison get moved. You'll see other guys get moved. Well, other uh, guys. Who are the other guys that move? The ones, uh, I mean, they'll move guys that they can move. I mean, yeah, I know you spent a good portion of your show on Sean Rodriguez. You know, if you could move him, you would have already moved him in the $5 million contract that he has. Uh, but I think you could look. Would they move a Polanco, a Marte? I, I, uh, I wouldn't get into a Marte, but I, you know, because he's a center fielder. Well, that's no, a my different. point is, is like I know they'll move Harrison, but I know they won't just move Harrison. Yeah, but and I who mean, else is movable? Well, you also can look at it if if they feel confident that Jung Ho Gung can be, and other teams feel that way that he can be a real contributor. And of course, he had some pretty strong things to say down in Bradenton today. Uh, they uh, they could do that because they don't have any place for Gong to play. You know. That that's kind of a weird situation. I mean, you're not benching Colin Moran for him, and David Freeze is your backup. So I'd bench Colin Moran for Gung. No, you wouldn't. Colin Moran's a guy. He's had a good what couple months. That's it. Yeah, but it's also the first couple of months of his career. You want you're you're championing Austin Meadows to play every day, and you want to bench Colin Moran. Yep. Uh, you know, the, these both of these guys are going to end up being in the Rookie of the Year conversation the way they're going. Uh, I, I I'm telling you that I, I think that uh, I think that there's money still to be moved. And, and and that they're going to try to move it. What should the Pirates do with Rodriguez? I hate to sound like it's 1945, but he's only hitting 162, and all his other numbers stink. Too. No, he's been terrible. Well, I mean, but he's starting tonight, you know. Yeah, I mean, Jordy Mercer's got something wrong. Put with Harrison him. at yeah. short. Put Frazier at short. Uh, Put anybody but him at short. Yeah, Frazier can't play short. Jay Hay could. I, I could see you could get away with doing that. Um, they're not. I don't think Jay Hay would be any better or worse. It's short, and he'd also be the kind of guy that wouldn't be offended by it. You know what I mean? The whole, I'm a starting second baseman now. I've earned it. Jay Hay wouldn't care. He'd actually find it a challenge. Um, I honestly think that what you're seeing here between that and the Pirates setting up Gong the way they did today to be interviewed, um, he's just starting to murder the ball at that level, which actually he should. That They're setting the stage for Gong to get back to Pittsburgh sooner rather than later, at which point that's the end of the road for Sean Rodriguez. So Think they'll DFA him? Yeah. Good. How could you not? How could you start him tonight? Because how could the you start shortstop's him? hurt, and they no, made a decision no. based on shortstop. Any, and Harrison should play. Anybody else should play. You're right. I, 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 just, I get antsy about twenty. I get antsy about twenty fifth man arguments because they just end up being not. The, but they've made him more than the twenty fifth man. Yeah, he's I mean, playing a third of the game. He's starting. No, I know starting a third of the game. I, you're completely, completely right on that subject. Okay, a, a completely right. He should not be starting anywhere near as much as he is. The manager has tried to get him going out of respect for his career and out of respect oh. for what he's done. Hey, man, that's old school baseball. That's how that's it is. Stupid baseball. It's not. If you're, if you're gonna, I hear that the Pirates rely on metrics. If you rely on metrics, then then the old school baseball has nothing to do with. I it. don't hear the metrics people defending Sean Rodriguez. It's quite the opposite. Well, I see the manager playing Sean Rodriguez now. Why is Gregory Polanco starting as much as Marte Meadows and Dickerson since Marte came off the DL? What's the upside there? Well, Polanco's got upside. Polanco's got talent. Polanco's a five tool guy. Uh, are they waiting especially long He's a on tool, him? All right. Yeah, but they have him. 
for a long time. They have a contract signed with him. They're not going to devalue but, but, him right but, off the bat. But try to win. That's why those seats are empty. Arguably, if you start him, you're not trying to win. No, that's not true, Mark. If he has, if he's gone in a long slump, there's also a greater chance he that he's going to long slump. Right, but uh, he's kind of crawling out of it. I mean, he, oh, he went over three please. again last night. Uh, you keep trying to put me in this position to be defending Polanco. All I'm saying is that I think that he absolutely should be part of the rotation. You have to get him going. That's absurd. I don't even know what to say to that. I do. I think you have four outfielders People right now. People are staying now. away from the park because you're not trying to win, and you don't want to start Dickerson, no. Marte, and Meadows all the time. People are staying away from the park because they didn't buy season tickets back in February. Because they don't try to win. Not because they thought Polanco Because might they be don't playing. try to win. But that's at a much higher level than which right fielder they're picking that given night. But I, I know what you're saying. It's They're a frustrating team to watch. Uh, a couple of guys in particular, and it's not just Polanco, although we certainly pick on him more, and the other one, Josh Bell needs to get going too. Expectations were a lot higher. More for power him. for sure. You know what's happening with him, and I've talked with him probably more than any other pirate over the past few days. He's his timing is great right now, Mark. He's seeing the pitch and he's just missing it. He had a couple of those last night that he could have put into the water and he just missed it, and then he ends up lunging at some bad pitch. It's been an extremely frustrating. It's not been like Polanco, where you just seen some really bad at bats. Bell is still having good at bats. He's not getting the full wood on the ball. What's wrong with Vasquez? Why does he stink all of a sudden this year? He's nuts. <laughs> I say that in the most loving way, Expand too. Expand on that. Well, I really like the guy because he's a lot of fun to be around. But uh, some closers have a screw loose. Some closers pretend to have a screw loose to kind of have that wide receiver, cornerback mentality, if you will. Uh, they get a little bit wacky as soon as they become closer because they think it's part of the persona. He's actually a little bit uh, off his rocker. And he's out there right now, Mark, I can tell you unequivocally, thinking about 17 different things when he's pitching. Uh, does his arm hurt? Should he be throwing hard? What's wrong with his slider? Why is his slider not having any action cutting in on righties? That was his devastating pitch, by the way, last year. It's not working for him at all. So what's happening is his fastball now comes at hitter's really straight and i don't care if you're throwing 110 if a fa- if a hitter knows a major league hitter knows you've got a fastball coming and it's straight and it's coming at the plate it's going to get hit just as hard so he has a lot of things to figure out ray searage has a lot of things to figure out and they're all very frustrated by it why didn't they better fix their bullpen in the offseason? Because with, with, well, with a decent bullpen, you keep what, what setting happened? these up like we need these laugh track responses. Well, but, but I mean, because they don't spend any money. But, but with even but, but the bullpen, it wouldn't have cost that much to make it even decent. And with a decent bullpen, they have three or four more wins at least. Okay, this is where I, I give a, a really unpopular answer, at least certainly in their eyes. But the reason they didn't sign a major league free agent is because they were in unquestionably in my mind. Uh, on this unspoken, unwritten, un-anything collusion. It was so conspicuous that you can make it through an entire free agency period and not sign one. I don't know how many people know about that. You, if it, people talk about a lot of different things related to the Pirates and payroll. They didn't sign a single free agent. When I say that, I'm talking about even like the eighth or ninth arm down in the pen. That means that they were relying on what was there in-house. And guess what? What was there in-house wasn't nearly enough. Where does the season go from here? Because... The Pirates were, were very good in 13, 14, and 15. And some of the residue of that, in terms of the way the team was perceived, kind of trickled down to 16, a little less to 17. 
This year, the feeling around the team, not not in the clubhouse, because I I don't and won't go there, but just the general perception out here in Pittsburgh, it's very ominous. And your article at the ballpark reflected that. Yeah, I think I think there's a sense that that the team from the inside, I can tell you that there's a sense that they're they're still confident that they can hit. I don't know that they're as confident that they can pitch, and that's a pretty tough place to be uh, in a baseball clubhouse. Uh, from the outside, I think that where this team is headed is toward that sell-off. Uh, I, I don't think they're just going to die and immediately fade away here. Boy, and the spit will hit the spam if they have a sell-off. Well, really? I mean, look, oh, right. they, they uh, already laid that foundation. Uh, that's a good know? point. How many less people could show up? That's what I'm saying. I, I, I mean, realistically, how much how much more angry or more disinterested can you be if you're already both of those things from the Kutch and the, the Garrett Cole trades? If there's a sell-off... Then what they can do, and they are good at this sort of thing, or at least they think they are, is they can say, hey, look, young guys, young guys. Hey, we gave it a shot, right? We promised you we were going to give it a shot. Well, we gave it a shot. It didn't work out. The old guys let us down. So here we are again. We're just going to blow it up. Uh, is the Stanley Cup final going to go beyond tomorrow night? I really don't think so. I think the Capitals have, have they've, they've solved this. You know, I mean, look at how they look, saved their best for last. They, however, re- unwittingly. You know what? It, it is, in so many ways, it reminds you of the, the Penguins finishing touches on their two championships. Oh, it's sixteen and seventeen. Yep. Absolutely, it does because they just started to find who they were right. defensively. Mark more than anything, uh, the neutral zone, the way they're they're attacking at all points of the rink. I think Barry Trotz is being somewhat unfairly painted as sitting back in this 1-1-3. They're not doing that. They're attacking at all points on the rink. Who does that remind you of? I, I talked to Jim Rutherford the other day for the site, and he mentioned the same thing. He said it looks a, a, a whole lot like what Pittsburgh has done over the last couple of years, and not just what the Capitals are doing, but also what Vegas and a lot of other teams were doing. Copycat league. That's Dejan Kovacevic. I'm Mark Madden. Now it's time to ask Mark anything. Dial 412-333-WXDX and ask Mark anything.